Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Back with another episode of the Causeway Street Podcast. Joseph Pavone here alongside Sean Dutra, Joel Pavone. We got Zach Pelican on the phone. <laughs> CausewayStreet.com, Zach Pelican. And we have the NBA draft. Came and went. So this didn't move up in the top 10. Didn't happen the way people wanted it to. But they drafted a couple players. We'll talk about those two guys. But of course, that feels like a week ago, right? Because everyone's talking about what Gordon Hayward uh, ended up doing that's of course opting out of the final year of his uh, four-year deal worth 34 million making him an unrestricted free agent we'll break that down you know what with that let's just bring in zach right now and, and get his take on this whole thing because you know how zach comes in hot with the with the fiery hot takes get the, the extinguished uh, jerk reactions zach, my zach boy. Pelquin, how you been how you doing after uh you know what it was about 48 hours removed from the nba draft yeah it's been a wild uh wild couple of days i mean the last what 48 hours we've had star player, max level contract, walk off into the sunset, potentially. We have the NBA draft and then uh, a little bit of a roster trim down with a couple other moves. So it's been a while. I'd like to say it's been a wild, uh, wild 24 hours. It seems like everything that uh, was buzzing around there for the past, I don't know, what, week or so, seems to have just been literally bullshit. Like, not, I, I don't know. Uh, we're talking about the Indiana stuff, the uh, Harden stuff that flew in, the uh, Atlanta rumors. All of those rumors came down to nothing with Hart, um, Hayward opting out and us drafting uh, a kid from Vanderbilt. It just seems like so anticlimactic, but I don't 100% hate it. I think uh, Hayward's time is done on the Celtics. I like the shooter that they drafted. They're going to get a mid-level, a full mid-level, and what, $10 million to spend there? Uh, 
Hayward wasn't happy here. I don't want him signed here long term. So if if the injury factor with Hayward was such a big deal that you couldn't have traded him for anybody in the next in the past couple of days, then first off, that's on Hayward, and second off, like you did the best you could with what you had, you know, because he wasn't happy here, and you're not gonna shell out for a guy that is not happy here, and obviously can't fucking stay healthy. Yeah, Zach. What do you, what do you think, Zach? Because uh, <laughs> yeah, why do you always do this with Zach? Bro? Hey, Zach <laughs> I don't know if you edit this out or not, but like you like react and then you just don't ask him a question. <laughs> Jamal, go ahead. <laughs> Zach, do you do you do you believe that there was ever a deal on the table for for Gordon Hayward? Because number one, after he you know delayed his his uh, his deadline to pick up the option, he pretty much technically he couldn't be traded. So what 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 are your thoughts and do you think he's he's done because obviously free agency is today and so we'll see what happens. Well, I mean nothing is really written in stone right now. We we got to keep that keep it all in perspective. Him turning down this option doesn't necessarily mean a he's not coming back to Boston because he very easily could. This is almost the same thing that we had happen with Al Horford a year ago. Mm-hmm. Playing out again right in front of our no eyes. No one expected Philly to come in. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Exactly. So I mean, it, there's there's no guarantee that he doesn't come back to Boston. I think if he reads Twitter this this you know over the last couple of hours, he's probably not going to want to come back to Boston with some of the hate that that's been spewed his way. But oh, come on, the truth man. of the matter you, is, I I, I you think hold weight. That, that, does that whole weight? I don't know. Maybe a little. Uh, I, he, no one likes Hayward. I, you have to like pretend to like him. Like you yeah, have to pretend I mean, to look in like crazy analytics to like him. Like, <laughs> he just can't stay healthy. He's not worth the money. So let him go. Like just let him go. Just get break up with the. It's like it's like you're hanging on to a bad girlfriend. You know what I mean? Yeah, but tell, tell me you're going to get yourself. Tell me you're going to get yourself a fourth player, like a fourth option on your team that's going to be equal to or close to what he can do for you. You're not. You're right. You're probably not. But you're also not going to be spending. Uh, crazy money on a player that can't fucking stay healthy. Yeah, but maybe a team like the New York Knicks doesn't have to hold a whole lot of weight with that. And, and again, obviously, whatever deal he'll get from New York, it's not going to remotely be close to what he got in Boston, right? No. But I, I don't think no. the Celtics, I think the Celtics are in a position where, and, and I guess this is my question for Zach, I guess. When you look at the Hayward situation and you think about the other options, I can't help but think it's going to boil down to also the role. And, and I'm not saying, again, and we yeah. talked about this in the last couple of episodes here. I'm not saying Hayward is sitting here pouting or being like, ah, I'm not, I'm not crazy about this other situation. No, I'm not saying that. But if he's looking outside of Boston, which of course he has been, you have to. That's just how you're a professional. It's a business. If you're looking outside of Boston, other situations, whether it's the Atlanta Hawks, which is more a team that's more, you know, ahead, so to speak, as opposed to a team like the, the New York Knicks. Do you think that at the end of the day, It'll come down to that. Maybe an increased role or, or maybe a change of scenery is just going to be something that he wants at the end of the day. Or do you actually think that he's he's a bit torn here in, in deciding between his options? I'm sure he is torn. Um, you know, I think he I mean, if he has any conscience at all, he's looking at Boston right now saying, holy shit, I just went through three years and gave him basically a half a year of basketball through three Seriously, years and made I mean, hundred million dollars. Exactly. You feel great so, about I mean, it. Sean. If he has any conscience, I think he he's definitely thinking about it. But I'll tell you what, I still think the sign and trade is still very much in play. I would not be at all surprised over the next forty eight hours to week, you know, whatever it ends up taking to to shake down, if he ends up going to Indiana in some in some capacity. But you got to think about it logically. 
if he goes to the Knicks, he's essentially saying I'm done with the rest of my career. You know, I'm I'm, I'm cool with being you know a borderline playoff team or worse for the next four or five years, and you know showing up for you know 50 games a year, and that's about it. I think. You know, if you were to look at Atlanta, yeah, that could be appealing, potentially be a running mate with uh, Trey Young and, and John Collins and whatever they're doing down there. But, I mean, that's still probably – that project's probably two or three years away from really being something worth talking about, in my opinion. I think you got a couple of young guys that still got to – you know, they still got a few more levels that got to come up before they're really going to be ready for anything. So, you know, is that really where you want to be? Not to mention, I mean, do you really see Gordon Hayward in Atlanta? I don't know. I just, I just can't, can't really visualize it. I well, still think Indiana is very much. Atlanta? Well, let's, uh, let's, let's not talk about that. <laughs> but let's focus on uh, the, the, the Pacers again, Magic because State. the Pacers are interesting. Because we're, 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 I feel like people sort of jumped the gun with them. It was like immediately when the offseason started. Oh, Oladipo wants out of there. Oh, Miles Turner wants out too. I think the playoffs are still going on when that came out. Actually, I think you're right. Yeah. Was, I think yeah. it was after the Celtics' <laughs> season ended. All these reports start coming out of nowhere, and then I'm thinking to myself, okay, well, I guess it makes sense because the, the the Hayward connection. And I guess it makes sense because Oladipo is sort of in a weird spot, you know, in his career. But then, you know, a few months removed from that, I'm thinking to myself, wait, if you're Oladipo, you're in a good spot to sort of rejuvenate your career, right? Yeah, the year that you thought would be that year didn't pan out the way you wanted it to, but why not just give it another go? And then, of course, Miles Turner, I'm like, if you're the Pacers, like, why are you so eager to trade the guy? Exactly. Like, I just don't think either one of those guys for them is like, we have to get rid of these guys. Like, what's the rush here? Well, I think, I think Indiana sees it as like, okay, let's, you've heard about the stuff about Oladipo. He says he's, he's, Focused and he yeah. wants to stay in the end. Really? That's what he says now? Yeah. That's what he said. So Zach, what do you think about like <laughs> <laughs> the Pacers and, and their situation? Like, do, do you see them in the end getting rid of one of those guys? Cause obviously that would give Gordon Hayward a sh- more of a shot or, or at least would tip the scale a bit. Or am I reading this wrong? You know, is it, is it, does, does that not matter? No, I, I think that's very much still on the table. And I think for Hayward going back home, it, it makes sense. And you also have to think from a marketing perspective. He's going back to where he was born, raised, whatever. They're going to be able to sell jerseys. You know, there is, and, and especially after COVID and the loss of revenues, that's going to be something that ownership and, and teams are still going to be very much interested in. I don't see why. I mean, especially if Miles Turner is unhappy there or Oladipo or both. Um, you know, why wouldn't you kick the, the tires on something like that? And I think the beauty of Hayward opting out is now the numbers change a little bit. You know, whereas 24, 48 hours ago, you had to match a $34 million salary in trade going in and out. Boston had to have $34 million going, or they had $34 million going out with, with Hayward. They'd be taking back at least that much, if not a little bit less. It kind of makes the trade a little bit easier to happen now. So now when you talk through the, the semantics of it, you say, okay, well, Miles Turner making 18 million, you know, maybe they tack on someone like, uh, Dougie McBuckets. And you're talking about a $25 million <laughs> yeah, salary going out. That's your guy. So, you know, so something like that's very doable now. And, and the number gets a little bit more palatable for Indiana, who might be able to save eight or nine million a year and have a player who's not just a one year rental. So I think it's very much in play. And, and I, I honestly, I still think that's what's going to happen in all of this because I can't see Hayward, who is a competitor. I, I I still think he is. I can't imagine he's going to go to some dump franchise for for what for a few million extra dollars or a few extra years on his contract. I think Indiana is still very much uh, the, the landing spot for him. Okay, so here, I mean the the Atlanta thing. Um, 
I don't know. I, 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 my thing is when this happened last year with Kemba Walker and the like crazy sign and trade with Terry Rozier, right? Everybody's mind was blown. Like, whoa, they were able to do a sign and trade with Terry Rozier. How did that happen? He was an unrestricted free agent. He was just out there. Mm-hmm. That doesn't happen ever mm-hmm. in the NBA. Like, it just doesn't happen. Yeah, but see, that's the thing. Uh, you bad. have I, I think it's your I just want to get this in there real quick. The trade that got nixed with Bogdanovich. Like, I just feel like the whole, like, sign and trade thing right now at the NBA, it might be a little difficult because they're being weird about it. Especially this I year. Mean, it'll <laughs> yeah, be, especially it'll be very year. weird about it because you right. think about it. Like, if I'm Gordon Hayward, and so two, two levels here, right? If I'm Gordon Hayward, I just gave up $34 million, right? If I gave up $34 million, I'm at least expecting three times that in my contract if i gave that up for one year right so now not only do i give like even if they say like go find who you want to sign with right and see if a sign and trade makes sense then i'm there's there's restrictions around it like if i do a sign and trade it has to make sense with a contract that's where on the books there and like all these other things it's like you he's now a free agent and honestly the way I look at Gordon Hayward, I don't think he wants to like be a champion. Like I just don't see that in him. I see him. He's going to make as much money as possible. He's got a great video game thing going. He's got a great investment. He's got all these other things. I think like he's fucking, he's fucking injured. He's an injured. He's fucking. Injured. He's never going to be the same as he was before. So as long as people still think he's the same, you don't need him to be that though. But hold on, let me let me ask let me ask Zach this because I'm, I want to tie into what you're what you're saying about this is what Sean wanted to really ask you. Yeah, yeah. Zach, sorry. <laughs> well, I just wanted. I'm having a tough time tonight. I was gonna ask. I was just gonna All ask. Right, go ahead, go, okay, go ahead. let me. You know, I'm getting to my my point here, Joel. Yeah. You know? If you let me finish. Let me fucking finish. No. Uh, I'm just saying, what is the... Zach just hangs up. Why? Why would Gordon Hayward want to help the Celtics with a sign-and-trade? I just don't see any... But you're the one that brought up the sign and trade thing a couple of weeks ago. But the sign and trade makes sense. No, before, well, it made sense a couple of weeks ago. Before it you sense opt 48 out, hours ago, like, like before you opt out, like you could be like, "Hey, you know, I really want that 34 million, so I'll opt in." Or you could sign and trade me to this place, or you could sign and trade me to this place because I think both sides didn't want to pay the 34 million for one year. Plus, plus, he's got that 15 percent trade kicker that nobody fucking talked about. Why would the other receiving team want to pay more than well, what they have to? You know, maybe some other teams, <laughs> some other teams feel good about yeah, it. So you think you do? You do think he a uh, signing trade is in play, Zach? When it comes to what we just mentioned? Well, absolutely. I, I mean, the numbers line up. That's why I said that the Miles Turner plus the Dougie McBuckets would make perfect sense because you're talking right around 25 million, which I think is probably fair market value for Hayward after the injuries. He signs up for call it a three year plus a, a player uh, option on a fourth year. Plus, you're talking a hundred. I don't know. Yeah, I'm talking a hundred million dollars right there out in front of him. He, in theory, walks over there. He's coverage for Oladipo if he walks at the end of next year. So you still have a star player you can build around. You got Sabonis over there. You still got Brogdon over there. You've got a pretty good core you can work with. And <sighs> I think Hayward in that market Brogdon. is right now. Teams are going to start to make decisions based off of a little bit more business. I mean, you th- you look at someone like the Warriors. You know, they're going to be paying a cap, um, what's it called? A luxury tax that's going to set the record as of, well, as, of, as of today. They will set the record for the largest paid luxury tax in, in the, in the history of the NBA. And I think a lot of teams are going to be looking at stuff like that and kind of shying away because right now the revenues are not great. 
You know, there's a lot of money being lost because they don't have, you know, they don't have fans in, in, in stadiums. They're not selling anything. Teams are going to be thinking about this a little bit. I think for an Indiana boy to go back home, for Indiana to do it, there's plenty of incentive. For Hayward, he gets to go back home. You know, I mean, it's a good look for him. He gets to go back to a state and an area that he's comfortable with. Why would he help Boston? Well, I guess theoretically he doesn't have to help Boston, but do we really think he's going to get 30 plus million on the open market? I think the only team that's going to give that to him is the Knicks, maybe Atlanta. But even for Atlanta, it'd be kind of silly because they right now, they could make a trade and they can take in more money than they'd be sending out. So if there's a star player they really like, opposed to just signing whatever's on the market, I don't know. It makes a lot of sense to me. I don't know. I think, I think Gordon's going to probably make 20 million and that's, that's from the Knicks. That's from the Hawks. Like, I mean, this, the Celtics could do twenty million. Yeah, if you, if, but it's not, if you, he's not if, worth it. He's not he's worth about, twenty million. If he's all about the money, then you know you're talking like like Zach said, twenty five and up. That's what realistically yeah. well, these teams could offer. Like for example, the Knicks would probably offer like two years, 60, 30, 30 years. I mean, thirty mil a year. Like that's not that's not well, a, that's not a bad deal. Keep keep in mind what we all thought last year with Al Horford. We were all saying he's going to opt out. He's going to get right around twenty. What did he get? Wasn't it like twenty six, twenty seven, or something like yeah, that? Yeah. Thirty. Turned up being like a, altogether like a hundred and nine million. Yeah, yeah, you're right. But that's, that's what the way it works. I'm, I'm convinced. Well, a lot of those are incentives. A lot of those are incentives. Yeah, that's true. Right. I was saying, it, it, it was a, it was a solid ninety two, and most of those incentives, I'm like, there's no way he's gonna hit this. So like, it was it was around a hundred mil. Yeah, yeah. But let me let me ask you this, Zach, because they, this if if reports are true, I don't know if you I don't know if you um heard or, or kept up with any of this that the, that the Celtics are trying to move Kemba Walker that they were they were Dangling yeah. Kemba Walker, and nobody wanted to bite. Now, if you're if you're Gordon Haywood, does that play a factor into this? Because it's like, damn, they had Kemba for one year. They they <laughs> they you know initially they finagled. He got rid of uh, Danny Ainge last season in the, in the summer. Got rid of cap space because Kyrie and and, and Al Horford walked. Did a sign and trade with Terry Rozier. Pretty much, they, they they he did whatever that needed to be done to make this deal happen. And after one season, you're going to give up on him. Did you think Gordon Hayward like is, is if he is one if he does one out? Do you think that affects his decision? Well, I mean, it, it could, but it's a business. I mean, if if you're a Gordon Hayward, how much of a hypocrite would you be that you just opted out of your 34 million dollar commitment with the, with the the Celtics and you're going to hold that against them where they're looking to shop a guy around? I mean. I mean, I've seen a lot of people talking about that, that that would be a bad look for Boston. But the truth of the matter is it's a business. Everyone knows. I mean, look at, look no further than the Isaiah Thomas trade, you know, sending him away for Kyrie Irving. I mean, a guy that had given his whole, his body in, in, in essentially two, three years of his career because of the fact that he had that hip injury, gave his body. And then, you know, what did he have to show for it? You know, millions of dollars lost. But at the end of the day, I, these guys understand that it's a business, you know, they have to. And, and I think, you know, to take it personal or to look at someone else's situation and turn it into your own, it's just, I don't, I don't think that plays a huge role, but I think Gordon's also looking at it, you know, from a selfish perspective. I mean, this guy's career almost ended, you know, three years ago. Let's not kid ourselves. That was, that was as bad an injury as there's been in the NBA in the last 10 years. And, I think when he looks at the longevity of his career, I mean, he's, he's 30 years old. He knows that this is his last cash grab and he knows that, you know, opting out of 34 million to turn it into call it 90 to a hundred million. This is going to be the last chance he has that one more year of, of wear and tear on that body. Who knows what can happen? I mean, we already saw in the playoff run this past year. How much did that hurt him? 
in a sense that if he played even the same level he did in the regular season throughout the playoff run, you know, we'd probably be talking about him going back out onto the market for a max deal or, you know, darn close to it. So, you know, it's, I don't buy into him worrying too much about the rumors, but, uh, you know, who knows? All right, Zach, tell me, uh, give, give me hyped up about, uh, Aaron Neesmith, uh, drafted number 14 from the Boston Celtics, uh, was regarded as the, the, the best shooter in the draft, shot over 50%, uh, in, in college. Um, what do you, what do you compare him to? Uh, I'm, I'm hearing Danny Green. Uh, I like that one. Um, I, I like the, <laughs> idea of a oh yeah you hate danny green i like the idea <laughs> better not be don't danny green of a knockdown shooter to spread the floor for for jason tatum and jalen brown aka the future so what, what do you tell me about neesmith yeah i really like him i really like him a uh, very smart young man as well I, apparently he was between vanderbilt and harvard at one point where he was going to go play his college basketball so really uh, you know definitely a heady player um, the only thing that worries me about him is the fact that we saw him play at his best for about 14 games this past season. And then he yeah. had the, the foot injury that took him out of play. Uh, so a lot of the judgment that we're seeing here and the reason he was picked as high as he was at 14 is really very much built off about a half of a good season on the college level. The good news is six, six can play the wing. He's reason, not, not a tremendous athlete, but a good enough athlete, great wingspan at about six ten. They think he's going to be a fantastic wing defender as well. Um, you know, I keep see, seeing the term three and D thrown around. Mm. I, you know, I, I think he's going to be a little bit more than that. Now, do I think he's going to, you know, ascend to the level that we're seeing with, let's say, a Jalen Brown or a Jason Tatum? No, he's, he's, he's not that level of player. We're not talking about a guy who's going to be a, you know, perennial all star, but I think he's going to be a really good third running mate for that, for that group. And especially with Gordon Hayward walking out the door, there's going to be plenty of minutes. And honestly, He's not a guy that I'm thinking, you know, you have, you're going to have to wait two, three years to see him get on the floor either. I think mm-hmm. we're going to see him pretty quickly. I think he's going to have a role right out of the gate, especially with Romeo Langford more than likely missing the preseason. I think Naismith's going to be out there playing some pretty significant minutes right from minute one, and he's going to be a contributor. Yeah, the, the, the immediate contributions are going to be a shooter coming off the bench who can play a little bit of defense, but I think as he settles into the NBA, he's going to be a really solid addition to that group. And who knows, by the end of the year, could be pushing Marcus Smart for minutes at the uh, the two-guard position. So the, the the injury doesn't concern you? Like It's like another another draft pick that's had some you know injury. It has an injury history, like you know Romeo, for example. <laughs> Yeah, I know, right? We we still don't know what Romeo Langford is. He's he's the mystery man of, uh, of last year's draft. But no, I, you know, it's it's a foot injury, which is definitely concerning, uh, especially in the NBA. I mean, these guys are you know, you break a foot, it could be the end of your career very easily. But then all, you could also have a situation where you you know you fracture a bone and it, and it means nothing, uh, and you're able to get over it. Uh, to my understanding, I think he's in good shape. Everything I've heard leads me to believe that he's going to be available for the, the preseason, which is going to be a little different this year. That's the only fear that I have with, with him and, and actually more so with Pritchard is that these guys are going to be, they're not going to get the benefit of a summer league. They're not going to get the benefit of some of the reps that, you know, uh, prior rookie classes would get. Um, they're not going to get that exposure. They're going to get a, an abbreviated preseason 
straight straight into the regular season. Yeah. So they're going to have to they're going to have to figure things out pretty quick. But again, it goes back to the fact that this guy he, he's a Vanderbilt kid, very smart, very you know very highly educated. So I think he's going to pick it up pretty quick. The big thing for him is just getting confidence early. We saw this a year ago with Carson Edwards, played really really well leading up into the season, had a couple of bad weeks to start the year, and then all of a sudden the confidence is gone. One really good game. Yeah, and don't, right. I don't need to But bring, I got you. We don't need to bring his name up on this podcast. Bro. <laughs> no, it's an ongoing joke here, but yeah, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> so what about what about Pritchett here? What are your what are your thoughts on Oh uh, man, Drew's already, already putting the Boston accent in the Pritchett like Pryor. I can hear it already. Peyton. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I don't know about you, but I love Pritchett. <laughs> I, I, I Pritchett. love him, kid. He's got balls. I could have done without, uh, you know, you, you got a, he was very good in the Pac-12 last year. Player of the year was, was a really excellent, uh, leader for that Oregon team. But my, my fear with him is just that, did we really get better at the backup point guard position versus him or Brad Wanamaker? No, Brad Wanamaker was a fucking travesty. They let him go, man. No, no, wait, wait a minute, guys. It's not because of his performance here. They're trying to save as much money as they yeah. can, you know? Yeah. Well, how much it's, it's money? It's sad. Do I don't want to see him go either. Well, you but. know, a rookie deal these year, these days, it's, it's to start off is like at least $3 million. Yeah, yeah you could have paid Brad Wanamaker to make a $3 mil. But what's he going to keep taking fucking one, one mil yeah. offers year well, yeah, after yeah, year? Yeah. yeah. He's, his, his qualifying offer is 1.8. Man, what he, he did in the, worth that or more? What, he, what he did in the bubble, somebody was watching. He'll, yeah. he'll, he'll get his money. Where's he going to go? I don't know, man. <laughs> who's out there? Who's out there that what wants you, Brad Wanamaker other than Brad? You think I'm doing Stay research on, on freaking the market on Brad Wanamaker? Yeah, bro? well. With everything going on. You're fucking you very confident he's going to get some money. They should have fucking signed him. Or better yet, do you think there's beat writers out there being like, I don't know about these other top tier free agents out there, but this... This Hornets team, what they need is Brad Wanamaker. Yeah. Let me just let me just throw this out there. If that rusting doesn't work out, Brad, bring in Brad. Right, Wanamaker. Yeah. Thoughts? I'm sure everyone's thinking about it. I mean, he did lead the league in a free throw percentage, so give me uh, yeah, he did. Someone, someone out there, someone out there is like, I'm gonna keep All my right. mind on this Brad Wanamaker thing. Uh, See where he where he latches. The up. best free throw shooter in the league. All right, well, this is my last question for Zach. Zach, um, I get it. You know, the, the secondary facilitator, because obviously I, that's the way I, I envisioned, uh, Gordon Hayward. So let's say hypothetically he's out of the picture. Let's say hypothetically mm-hmm. you're plugging in Marcus Smart in that starting lineup. Let's say mm-hmm. Kemba Walker is not at a hundred percent when the season starts. And that's not even a hypothetical. <laughs> Who is going to come off that bench and, 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 you know, relieve that, those point guard duties? And the first person that crossed my mind, as a, instead of you know Pritchard or the same guys out there saying, "Oh, you got to replace Wanamaker," I mean, Tremont Waters, in my opinion, not only deserves a shot at that position, but I think he has a good chance of getting it. What do you think about that? And what do you think about him in comparison to someone like Pritchard? I mean, I guess to, to boil it down, uh, who's spending more time in Maine out of those two? <laughs> you know, because uh, people already put well, this guy over over Waters. I'm like, wait, wait a minute. I mean, Tremont Waters shouldn't sell his condo in Portland. I don't think. Agreed, but <laughs> you know, I'm not saying you know put plug the guy in and play him 20 minutes. But you know, did are, are people did, did COVID do this? Did people sort of forget what Tremont was doing before, or am I just overhyping this? A little bit of both. <laughs> a bit of both. Uh, <laughs> Well, you know, here's the thing. I think, you know, the two-way deals are going to be the interesting conversation there because if Waters does come back on a two-way, they can they can only max him out at 50 games in this upcoming season. 
which is still distinctly it's still distinctly possible. Now they did send a qualifying offer his way as well as Taco Time. Oh, so so don't they got to do two ways for them though? No, uh, no. It depends thought, on I, I thought, what they negotiate. Right. But no, if you if you ball out crazy, I don't think you have to. No, no. I was just saying. I thought I, <laughs> no, I thought I, I read kidding. somewhere. I thought I read somewhere that like <laughs> it doesn't make sense for the Celtics to sign them to a they like they would have to put them on a two way contract for like cap space yeah. rules or whatever. Well, yeah, that, and that to elevate them to a full time contract would probably take away some of the flexibility that they have, uh, which is why I think Waters may still struggle to, you know, leapfrog uh, Pritchard and, and Carson Edwards. Don't, you know, don't hate so me for saying like that. You don't like the guy. You know, what I'm, not, right. <laughs> you know what I'm really not worried about, though? You know what I'm really not worried about? It's the backup point guard spot because uh, we uh, – the, the past – Because Marcus Smart's going to do everything. No, the past – Come on, say it. Just no, go ahead. So the past four years, they had – very solid backup point guards. We like people that you didn't think would have backup a, point guards. Sean, they had really solid starting point guards. Like the Celtics, people you. forget how blessed this team has been okay, with the Okay, I'm telling you though, last but three starting point that guards. That spot, that like spot, like Brad Wanamaker played really meaningful minutes in really meaningful games. I don't know, man. I, I think I think you're magnifying but then that Shane, because of Shane how Larkin fucking built well. the starting point Shane guard. Shane Larkin as well was a really solid player that could pick up minutes before Brad Wanamaker. I agree with you. And these people are scrap heap fine. So Danny Ainge is good at finding these but point if we're guards talking about that can Brad... be serviceable NBA players. All right, but he, he doesn't have a track record of that. I, yeah, he does, but he would have. That person's usually already in line to get that position at this point. Like we knew who Brad Wanamaker was oh, going to be last year. COVID, bro. We knew who. <laughs> <laughs> That's that should be the new cop out for everything. Yeah. Whatever, I don't know what to tell you, bro. It's, it's, yo, it's fucking COVID. We went through COVID, bro. Danny, Danny was banking on. <laughs> Danny was banking on that the season was going to start a month later. He's like, "Fuck, I got, I'm scrambling here." It's like the Euro League already started. They got that shit <laughs> right together, now, so I can't even fucking take. All right. Uh, Zach, before, before, you know, end things here, I feel like we're going off the rails a bit. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, we did get into Brad Watermaker talk, so for like way too long. Well, um, just give me some predictions, man. Like, not even, maybe not necessarily Celtics based, but in case something ridiculous happens in the next uh, couple of weeks and we don't get to speak to you, oh, get know. ahead of it. What were you about to say, Zach? Yeah, sound like you were going to say something. Yeah, you seemed eager. I, I was I was quite eager. Um, <laughs> He's like, don't be surprised. Know. So for the backup point guard position, don't be surprised if we Frank do Mott. see someone come in. I think what Boston is going to end up doing, they're going to have a biannual exception. They're going to have a full MLE that they can break into multiple players. It's not going to surprise me if we see a veteran guy come in here. You know, I was looking at the free agent list out there. I mean, a guy like Trey Burke, you know, a couple million to be able to bring like him Trey in, Burke. who's you know twenty seven years old, who's yeah, I mean, he's a little bit of an it's a little great bit on of Dallas. an enigma, but it's certainly a player that I think would fill that role in pretty well. I mean, DJ Augustine, uh, Shabazz Napier. I mean, there's there's plenty Bring of Bring Shabazz of, back, Boston boy. For Boston to have the needs that they do off the bench, Plus? this is the perfect year for that to happen because there are so many good uh, borderline bench players, guys who are, are pretty good role players uh, that are available out in the market right now. So I wouldn't be shocked if they're able to get their hands on a, a pretty good backup point guard. Pretty decent backup big, and then maybe even another wing to add. To yeah, the group, I was just gonna so. say while we're on the topic, what about uh, the the front court? I mean, that's where I feel like it's one of those like you can really miss on some of these guys if you take a flyer on one of them and then regret, you know, 
<laughs> the one that you that you passed. I mean, Willie Colley Stein crosses my mind because he just opted mm-hmm. out of his option. <clears throat> I, I love Bobby Portis, who just got let go by the Knicks. Yep. Yeah, but he likes to fight people. I don't know. I love that. I love that. Him and Mark, him and Marcus Smart on the same team. Oh, Yo, like a very just, dangerous. No one's fucking with us. <laughs> I mean, if you're playing against them, that's true. It's pretty intimidating. Yeah, uh-huh. What about Tatum's boy, Giles? Yeah, Harry Giles. Yeah. I mean, something like that, yeah. right? Something like that. But what do you think? Harry Giles, Nerlens Noel is certainly out there. Myers Leonard is nope, a guy nope, that I've, nope. I've seen available. And how about this one? How, how, you st- get to put your puke on this. Jalil Okafor is going to be <laughs> no, free. We're not in 2012 <laughs> anymore. <laughs> All right? Hold Enough on. with this bullshit. I thought the you were going to say Joe Kim. No. I thought yeah. you were going to say. No, the Celtics <laughs> can't, they can't get away. They can't give away four, four draft picks for him this time? No, no. no I think <laughs> I think we want to dra- We want to give away the Jalen Brown pick, the Jason Tatum pick, and Terrible the Terry Rozier pick for Jalil Okafor. <laughs> yes. Yes. That was the I mean, move. Maybe, maybe Danny the played move. this the right way, though. I mean, he's, he had the long view on this thing. He's like, well, he's still 24. We'll sign him up. We'll bring him in as a backup. Didn't even have to use a ba- uh, pick on Listen, him. Jaleel Listen, Jaleel Okafor, I'd rather have Sullinger back instead of Jaleel Okafor. I was all in on he's, all, he's only been in the league for fucking <laughs> six years. and No, one, no, no I was talking about chain draft picks to bring in uh, Nerland Noel. By the way, Okafor's year, first rookie year, he was pretty fucking good. He was pretty fucking <laughs> so good on those so Sixers. Noel, I know. <laughs> now Nerland's Noel can't even fucking find running with the, uh, Dallas, I think he was on, right? Okay, see. I think I saw him in Okay, see. Okay, see. Yeah. He's been with a few teams. I think I saw him in Everett last week. All right, Zach Pelliquin. <laughs> we appreciate you, bro. Hey, when are you going to get an article back up on CausewayStreet.com? Yeah, man? you we fucking slacker. Get to get on. I know, I know, I know. Coming from Sean. Interesting. I have one, like, queued up and ready to rock and roll for, uh, for Hayward and the whole entire thing that we've gone through. And, uh, you know, it's just. Yeah, man. Take 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 that Twitter that Twitter you know attitude and put it into Twitter, a, into Twitter a, fingers yeah the Twitter fingers and <laughs> put it into an article man because you be you be spinning some hot fire you know I want I want oh, yeah. I seen it I seen it big energy on Twitter from Zach so give him a follow oh yeah give him a follow uh, I was I was getting after it last night I had a couple of guys coming after me about the whole yeah the Twitter was draft wild dude yeah it was oh, ridiculous ridiculous like it got so bad that I couldn't even keep up I was just like it was just everyone was. All over the place. Everyone's freaking out. How, how do you feel overall, I guess, about the Celtics? Real quick. You freaking out? Are they screwed? No, not at all. Not at all. I mean, look no further than the Toronto series this past playoffs. I mean, you, you've got Tatum and Brown, who are your, your cornerstones. They have advanced to the point where that's your team. And that's what, you know, that's what Ainge and, and, and Brad Stevens, that's what they've been kind of waiting for all along. You know, you've got two all-star quality players. If Kemba's knee isn't a total mess, You've got three all-star players. Marcus Smart, if he's starting all year long, could be a could be a defensive player of the year award level guy. Um, you know, my hopes are that they can if they can execute a sign and trade for for Gordon Hayward, which I think is still very much in play. Get yourselves uh, uh, a, a Miles Turner. Play. You're right there. You're right there. I, I don't see any issues. You got a, a young bench that you're going to have to build up a little bit, but outside of that, I think Boston's still in, in very good shape. And I have. Uh, I have no worries with with Tatum and Brown. I think the the future's in good hands still. So even even if Harden comes to the East, you ain't worried. If you, even who Harden comes to the East? Who? Oh Jesus, no! I not not worried about that at all. <laughs> all right. The way you said, I'm who, I'm, I'm so like, glad you, you what, that rumor came and went so fast, and I was like, thank God. Do you see? You see? I don't know who the report was through, but they said that uh, 
the rumor mill basically they they went to Danny Age and said, "Yeah, don't trade for him. Yeah. Don't do it." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My man, my man, yeah. Bullpet, Bullpet yeah. my man, Steve Bullpet, from OG, the, from the grave, yeah. bro, from the grave. <laughs> they were like, "No, nope, stay, stay away from that motherfucker." No. <laughs> <laughs> that dude. Uh, that he he's inside, all right? It's a hot so, mess, hot mess in Houston. I believe it, one hundred percent. All right, Zach, we appreciate you. We'll talk to you soon, man. Yeah, sounds good. Later, boys. Later, Zach. This episode of the Causeway Street Podcast is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. The wait is finally over. Football is back. You might not be at the game this year, but you can still be in on the action at BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on everything imaginable this season. From game spreads and totals to team player and coaching props, BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any other place online. You can get in on the action right now. The season opening bonuses is the best way to start you off wagering on win division and championship futures today. Head to betonline.ag and take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. That's betonline.ag. Betonline, your online sportsbook experts. I'm hearing that there's stuff about James Harden that a lot of executives in the league like know about. Uh, like, like that what? situation in Houston. Like what? Like, like the fact that he was pretty much holding them hostage yeah. to trade for Russell Westbrook. Like mm-hmm. he's been just they're like he was he was done with Chris Paul. He was like Yeah, done with Chris Paul. Get me out of here. Yeah. One or two, yeah. Pretty much gave them the ultimatum. They pulled it off and then it's like now you pull this shit? You know what I mean? It's <laughs> no, like, right. like now you want out? Are you yeah. kidding me? It's like, just like it's just we've like we've done everything you've asked. Yeah, just like the Antonio. We M- gave M- you the M- max M- deal. I've given you every fucking thing you've asked for. <laughs> and now you want out? Come on. And now you won't take our fifty million fucking dollars? Hundred mil for two years extension on top of the one thirty three that he's gonna he's still owed. Daryl Moore is <laughs> laughing his ass off right now, man. But that's funny though that Daryl Moore goes to Philadelphia and that's that's one of the teams he wants to go to. So yeah, maybe but, him and him and Moore is probably still cool. Yo, Daryl Moore is a yo. <laughs> who does he know in OKC? Because I don't think it's as obvious as the GM. I don't think it's that. It's not that easy. Who does he know at OKC to, hey, to take that contract? Could, from, it, the Al Horford contract. What Houston did with Chris Paul. I mean, it could be as easy. It could be as easy as Moray's like, you know, I'd much rather have the evil that I know than having Ben fucking Simmons be on this fucking team. Like maybe he's like, at least this dude can shoot. Having Simmons rather than having Harden, right? That's probably part of the trade. Oh, no, no, no. I'm talking about the fact that he, um, the fact, to- that he was, the fact that he was able to trade Chris Paul. I mean, he was able to get rid of that Chris Paul contract to OKC. Yeah. And then a year later, he's able to trade Al Horford. Who, if someone told He's me, a fucking I, good GM. Yeah, but I knew Al Horford, you'd be able to move that contract maybe in a year or so. But they were able to move that a year after signing it. OKC takes it. I understand you take Chris Paul and listen. I'm not here saying that you know Al Horford is washed or anything like that because I know Al Horford has plenty left in there. That situation was just messed up. But to get well, OKC I got Danny to Green, take on though. that contract you know, though, yeah, you get Danny Green. I mean, yeah, that's true. I'm, I'm just surprised. No wants Danny Green, so I'm just surprised. Hot potato. I'm just surprised. Well, they're bad at shooting, even though Danny Green was horrible in the playoffs. Can we just not talk about Philly. All right, cool. So I always uh, feel like like we it's like we and this I can't fucking do this. They just traded, man. All right, what else we missed? Well, let's get into in case you missed it. Let's take our trip around the NBA. In case you missed it. In case you missed it. In case you missed it. Can we talk about the draft pick? What do you mean? We, we didn't we didn't do that enough with Zach. What, what, do, you, what do you guys say about the draft pick? Yeah. That, you, we, that, that we, you that we didn't, didn't say. say. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you guys like the draft pick? 
Uh, I mean, considering... Zach speaks for you guys now? No, no, no. I'm just saying. We that's how it works? I said my two cents. Yeah, I mean, cons- considering that... Yeah, you said he was fucking... Danny Green, knockdown shooter. They, they need that two, to spread the floor for yeah, Jason Tatum. Two, two, score, two scores, essentially. <laughs> I mean, say you, you can say what you want about Pritchard, but I think he's going to be more more valuable than, than people are giving him credit for. That's just me. Okay, cool. I right, we can go in case you missed it, then. I just think it's more of, like, <laughs> by default, though. No, man. I, people I, sleeping on Tremont. That's what it is. Yeah, but you, you, just because they offered him a qualifying doesn't mean he's going to take it, though. He could, someone else could offer him some bigger money. What are you talking about? I enjoy. No, but it has nothing to do with contract. I'm talking about Tremont. Everyone is like, oh, Pritchard can just take over the role. I'm like, wait, wait, wait a minute. He's got to fight for that. And people are like, oh, Tremont. I'm like, wait, wait, why is everyone throwing shade at Tremont? Not only did this guy get a start with the Celtics, but I like his game. It's just something about his game. I think he's a pure facilitator. Obviously, he's undersized. He's a bit of a liability on defense, but. (laughs) Phil Pressey all over again, bro. No, he's better than Phil Pressey. If right. he was Phil Pressey, I'd call him Phil Pressey. I call him what it is. He's he's better than Phil Pressey. Trust me. He's better. Stop laughing. He's better than <laughs> Phil Pressey. <laughs> you know why? Because so he, he sees-, sees himself in Trayvon Waters. No, I don't. I- no, not really. See? He does. The way he sees the floor, man. And, I- and I'm telling you, that's what I love so much about Brad Watermaker. And Brad Watermaker is out of the picture. I love Brad. I got you. I got you. I if see Brad what- Watermaker was still in the picture, I'd be like, Trayvon, have fun in Maine for another year. But yeah, he's but not in the picture anymore. The and re- I don't feel great about Kemba. You know, I'm more concerned, I feel like, than most people. And these reports didn't help. I don't, I don't know. All right. I, I'm not saying he's like damaged goods. I hate that term because I think that's only for like someone who's like down and out. And he, that, that's not Kemba. But I just, I don't know. I mean, this short season, I mean, short off season, it's sort of like, that's like almost bad for Kemba in a way. Yeah. But the reason why I brought up contracts with Trevor is because he's not a guaranteed player on this roster yeah but no one's talking about his contract man well i hear uh, you though i just feel like every, like no one talks about his game i like Tremont waters but come playoff time though like don't you think he would be a liability because of his size i love everything else he does if, if only he was five six inches taller i just feel like everyone's immediately putting pritchard there i'm just like wait, wait a minute like I mean, the guy's not five seven. Oh, I got you, but like, <laughs> it's like but then, but then you, you're you're wasting another you're wasting another draft pick because what's Carson Edwards realistically? What's Carson Edwards going to do? Hit the bricks. <laughs> I get it. One of those guys have to be cut, but I don't think it. I think it's Carson Edwards by a mile. Like Carson Edwards has that spot on lock at least for the relatively next what two weeks. I guess we'll Danny, know. I guess we'll know the full roster soon Danny, because that's how quick this whole thing's going to go. Danny's not going to just cut three million dollars just like that. Danny, Danny doesn't do that way. Danny has a hard time even cutting like a million. Never mind fucking. Who did he cut last year? Who did he cut last year? Who did, how did, uh, Yabusele, Javante, he, no, no, yeah. no, no. How did Javante Green make the team? That dude was a freaking Max Struss was off, was, was, was guaranteed almost, what was it? Almost two million. It was 1.7 million. And, and he, he took Javante over him. Max Struss was waived. He's paying him little, like, yeah, I know, but I'm saying, but though that money, that's a, that's a difference. Yeah, no, it's a huge difference because that money, whatever, two million is not going to come off the books in one year. I get it. So you can waive someone like that because the whole contract from the beginning is unguaranteed. All these guys are on non-guaranteed contracts. Right. Right. One last question. What's up? One free agent you want them to go after. I trust them. I don't know. <laughs> Honestly, at this point, like, what, do you have someone in mind that you're like drooling over? <laughs> no, <laughs> like, I mean, a couple people. Who? I mean, I think, what, who does Zach mention? See, they're not even memorable. Zach mentioned a couple people that I kind of like, but. Noel. 
I mean, yeah, yeah, Willie Cauley Steins, like whatever, like that type. But there's there there isn't like a particular player. I'm like, no, get that player. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm almost looking at a type at this point. Like, just fill these voids. Yeah, you know, you don't I like Cauley Stein. You don't like Cauley Stein. Uh I mean, uh, yeah, he'd be fine. I think he'd be fine. I don't know if they need a center though. You know. I said, what's there? What's, but I know sons are gonna. What do they need? What do they need? You get Tice. You got Robert Williams. Baines right? would probably be at the top of my list. Yeah, Baines, Baines top of my list. Yeah, I, th- I do think the sons are gonna retain him. I think. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yo, they're going all in. What yeah. about what about? Uh, and, and sorry, too. Derek Favors. Someone like Derek Favors. <sighs> Derek Favors for me, he he's he's someone that like. Should have been out of the league a long time ago. In my mm. opinion. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I can't believe, so? I can't believe it's his like name. Yo, it's like yo, you're on your ninth life right yeah. now. Yeah, you're just waiting for that year. We're just like, oh, okay, he's done. Like he was. It's coming. Yeah, yeah it's like it's Taj. Coming. It's yeah. like Taj Gibson. He was part of. He was part <laughs> of that. Like, <laughs> it's like any it's like, day now. He was. You, you hear like he's thirty years old. It's like thirty. You're gonna fall off that cliff. Yeah. What the fuck? He was part of that that Deron Williams trade, right? From the from the New Jersey Nets to to Utah, wasn't he? Yes. Well, he's battled a lot of injuries, but he's sort of. Conformed into this like solid power forward, it'll give you like forty five games uh, a year. Speaking of speaking <laughs> on of, average, if that, speaking if that. of speaking of solid power mm-hmm. forwards that you know are on their way out, Paul, I, I would like to see Paul Millsap. That that's my guy. But see, I would I wouldn't mind Paul Millsap if he's willing to just take you know the mid level. Yeah, but well, the mid level. If you give him nine mil for one year, you don't think he'll take that? I mean, I don't know. Do you think, think? Do you so. see another team that's going to pay him to compete? To compete because the Suns are only to conference finals. Like, like that's the thing. So yeah. they have to use that leverage. Like, we have favor. a squad, right? Yeah, like, like, without be, Gordon Hayward. Like, Gordon Hayward wasn't on his team. Like, not only do you have a to beat Toronto a, without a, Gordon. Not only do you have a solidified spot in our rotation, but we're trying to go to the finals. Are yeah. you in? Like, that's a pitch now. I mean, and and he's coming I don't off. Know if you necessarily had that a year ago, and I don't think he came out. I don't think Paul Millsap had a great time in Denver. Like it was sort of like sort of. I think he. I think he did because these these young kids listen to him. Yeah. Like yeah. if you if you if you I, paint I get that what, picture, I, I get what you're saying. It yeah. was. It, it's like he wasn't the the all star. He wasn't like who heat. we thought it was going to be. No, no, not even that. The 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 heat wasn't on him as much. Yeah. He could be that old man sort of you know guide the young guys and thrive in that role because the whole team was so successful. Yeah, because I remember when they when Denver there was that much pressure on him when Denver originally signed him. I was like, here. I was like, I I didn't think that was a great match. I was like, oh, Denver just threw. A lot of money to this dude, and he was playing in the East for the last several years. I'm right. like, how's that going to work? But he carved out a role for himself. Now, if the Celtics want to paint a picture that, like, you know, you're the missing piece, then maybe he takes less money than what, what he's going to. I he's think going to be coveted by these teams. Well, that's that what I'm have, I just have feel like there's teams that, got, that, that have a lot of dough. Yeah, and, and a lot of dough. I got to yeah. throw, throw a lot more money than the Celtics can throw at him. That's just me. I just, I just, uh, yeah, that's, that's sort of, I think that there's a, there's a spot on this team. I think center, you're going to be okay because you're going to have, you're running it back. Cantor yeah. opted in. So you got. Who's going to guard on? Who's going to guard onto the Kumpo? <laughs> I don't, I don't give a fuck. No, but onto the Kumpo. Yeah, why'd you bring the two people that didn't bother the Celtics? Yeah, that's, that's always that's always if you've been. I know. Yeah, I but, know you guys have been on, on Twitter. Yeah, but don't, now don't act like you haven't yeah, been on Twitter. I think the leading guys didn't bam out of bio. No, the guy who okay, then all right, beat so him then, up. All right, yeah, that's another. That's but I'm just saying. But all those, right, fine. Those are the two. I oh, get you. I'm not. I'm not giving you shit. I think they're fine at the center spot too. But I think they can use front court help, like real front court help. Last time I checked, the center spot was front court. Right, but they're set on center. They they actually don't have a power forward on this team, other than Grant Williams. It's, and, Tatum, it's Tatum, technically. Right, I get that, but like I'm <laughs> yeah. talking about like a power forward. He's still growing. That doesn't have to guard those players, but can come in and rebound and give you solid minutes and 
you know, isn't isn't a wing player. I don't know. I think that's still that's still important to to have a guy coming off your bench like that. So no, I just think I think the way you're looking at it is like you're talking about the classic center. Like I'm, I'm talking about these guys need a center, as in like. Okay, I, I did mention Willie Collinstein, but like, is Willie protective? Yeah, exactly. Like Willie Collinstein is not like a classic center. Like, yo, yeah. throw the ball in the box; he's gonna box you in and jam on you. You know what I mean? The footwork and all that. How much better is Willie Collinstein than, than Robert is more of that guy? But he's—they're both centers, but they're two right. completely different players. Miles Turner and, and Willie Collinstein, like Javale McGee type guys. Even though sure, he's, he's gonna command a lot more than Dwight Howard's on the free agent market too. Yeah, but he already said he wants. Uh, he, he doesn't want to play for free anymore, quote unquote. So. Fuck him. I stopped myself. <laughs> I stopped myself. Yeah, the, the, this free agency class has, you know, pretty much been decided in terms of the top tier, quote, free agents. So yeah. everything else is going to be middle of the, middle of the pack type players. I'll put it this way. Montrez Hazel, Hasro. No, he's not going anywhere. He has no, he's no chance of coming to the Celtics. I get that. Okay, cool. But what I'm putting, what I'm putting it as, right, he's going to decide this free agent class because if he gets overpaid, it's going to set the bar for all the other free agents that that's are. That's just it, though. Mm. Like teams are not. I don't think they're going to overpay like they have in the past. Like right. they might slightly overpay, but because of it's going to be it's going to be uh, um, because of COVID, he's going to be so, the litmus so, test. No, though. No, 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 it's going to be on the back end deals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're yeah. going to pay you on the. Yeah. They'll take care of you on the, the third of year, yeah. well, year just, three or four. Like he was, he was on the. He was on two year deals. He was on the verge of making bank, and then I know. Then he sucked. So <laughs> it's like the Clippers, the Clippers sucked. He yeah. sucked too. But you know what? What is he going to get paid? Because honestly, I, his type of his role. Oh, that'd be perfect in Celtics. Ah, oh, perfect, bro. Absolutely yeah. perfect. And also, don't forget about your boy, Marcus. Marcus. Mm, that's interesting. Does he want to come back now that Kyrie's not here? I don't know. We'll see. That's interesting. Be a nice little. That'd be, he'd be a perfect fit too. He's always been better than Hayward. It was hard for him to leave. Oh, you about he Morris. loved Boston. Oh, yeah. Marcus Morris. Yeah, Morris. It's always he's always been better than Hayward. Yeah, I, I think he's he's pissed off with the Celtics still. Then, well, you got inside information. Pit him up, bro. I kind of want to do some. <laughs> you saw you can literally see the wheel spin in my head. Yeah, I got you. Hit him up. I'm <laughs> not him, but somebody else. All right, Joel. What do we miss? In case you missed it, Clay Thompson will miss another NBA season. Due to a Achilles, torn Achilles. Damn, I think it's pretty funny. <laughs> I'm because, just joking with you. Yeah, yeah I mean, he, he was coming back from a, a ACL tear, and, and now it's his his other foot. I mean, he was he was playing a pickup with a bunch of frat boys. No, I heard current and former NBA players. I just, he always, I don't dude, know. Dude, dude has a couple of beers after a game one time and he's a frat boy. <laughs> cool like, cool as light drink as kid. Uh, you know what? I was thinking, so this is going to sound stupid and I, it took I me, it. it took me so much not to tweet this out or just text you guys. But like, if you're Danny, he's like, yo, trade your Hayward right now for Clay Thompson. Yeah, that was briefly discussed last night. Why wouldn't you if you were Danny? Take the fucking chance. Before or after the news came out? Obviously after, bro. <laughs> what you no, I'm just asking. Yeah, Warriors is going to fork over. Uh, <laughs> Clay, Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson. Yeah, yeah, sure. Final piece of our dynasty. Sucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's like Celtics trading Garnett when Pierce in the you know. No, I mean, I'm, I'm thinking about it. You got a, you got a, you got a guy that's like back from an injury and he's not injured right now, and you got a guy no, that's no, no. been injured. I'm, I'm completely. I'm being dead serious. That was floated out there, but. No, nah, I wouldn't do it. I, I don't think I don't think you do it if you're Golden State. It's like, geez, man, the guy literally is like, 
he's still cold, so to speak, you know? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, he's still warm, you know? Like, I mean, but at the same time, you're like, yo, we his, waited. His, his, season, his season just died. We've already, like, like uh, don't, I mean, you're gonna if you're golden. His season just died. If you're Golden State, you're like, do we, do we have a team here? Like, do, do we have a competing team here now? Fucked. Well, let me let me ask you all this. Wiggins like, Wiggins is shaking right now. Wiggins is like, this they, is not what I saw. I was before. supposed to get traded <laughs> months, months ago. <laughs> to a losing franchise and twenty points would be fine. <laughs> now I have to compete in the Western Conference. And now he's thrust into that spot, bro. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, They're going to stay mess up by throwing them as much money as they did. Instead, clay? To Clay, yeah. No, like no, last year. No, you know no, the worst no. part is just that's going to get so mad. You have no patience <laughs> with that dude. You're no fucking patient. Clay. He's like, I never wanted to be Clay. Four to three. You're supposed to knock that down, bro. What, what the fuck? Shut the fucking pick. Come on. <laughs> Steph, I'm not Clay. On the other end, bro, stay in front of him. <laughs> it's like, I don't even know how to play defense. <laughs> when I come, when I come, All right. up, when I come up behind you, you sit still. Right don't move. Don't move. Just sit there. It's like, here's how I play. You pass me the ball, I'll shoot it. 30% chance it goes in. All right, that's it. That's how I play basketball. Well, he's just staring at him with his mouth open. <laughs> Are you going to say something? Dribble? Basketball? Huh? Uh, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. Steve. I can't. I can't. I can't. Steph who never curses about it. He just, go, I don't so know, he just goes to Curry. He just goes to Curry. He's just like, what, what, the, what the fuck were y'all thinking? He's like, I was trying to trade him. <laughs> Kid's a fucking clown. <laughs> now nobody well, wants Wiseman, him. Wiseman become that much more important now, doesn't he? <laughs> Yo, for the record, did Wiseman... Wasn't he Jameis Wiseman? And then all of a sudden is yeah. James Wiseman? Yeah, yeah he was. Yeah. Okay. I thought I was well, no, no, smoking no, no. crack Nobody for a year. Nobody was pronouncing it that way, but that's what it, that's what it was, wasn't it? It was Jameis Wiseman. But then last night, he's, it's, I, I, it was James. Spelled James. When he was and pronounced yeah, 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 James. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, like nothing happened. And like nothing happened. It was like uh, the uh, fucking, like, like who was the guy? Like who was the guy? <laughs> the Colombian guy, right? You talking about the soccer player? That no, was, I'm talking about the guy James, on the team. But his name was Hamas. Oh, James. Shemi. <laughs> oh, yeah. When Shemi Ojale always come to game. No, no, no. What happened? It was one day. Shemi Ojale. No, Brad said it. And going then, you know, we go to Shemi now, and literally it was like an unspoken thing. <laughs> yeah, we talked about <laughs> the podcast. I was like, watching like Ness and stuff. They'd be like, Shemi Ojale checks yeah, in. I'm just like, yo, yo when, when did everyone just? Why did? When did he become Shemi? Why is no one asking the question? See, Jewish. When did this become Shemi? Yeah, I swear, Mike even like stopped himself for a second. He was like, "And uh, Shemi checks in." I'm just like, "He's doing it too." Jeez. Like, where's the H? It's like if everybody <laughs> jumps off memo? a bridge, when you're I gonna do the, the same shit, you know? It's like it's like a uh, Thibodeau. All of, all of a sudden, it was Thibodeau. Thibodeau. Yeah. Like, <laughs> now now what? he's back to Thibodeau. No, you, legit, mean, you, ever, you ever realize that? Is legit. it? Then, then then a couple years go by, no, and they're legit, just back to the first name. Just stuff like that. I'm like, yo, PR. You sent the memo. You had to send yeah. the memo. The Knicks. The Knicks were like, yeah, we we just want to call you Thibodeau. All right. <laughs> no, no, no. And people just say Tibbs. Thibodeau. Yeah. He's like, all right, fuck you. It's, Tib- it's just Tibbs. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I I lost my mind the other night watching that. I was like, it's Jameis Wise, Wiseman, and it's always been Jameis Wiseman. But nobody's like, he's changed his name to James. Like, why can't you just say that? And then no one's wondering about it. <laughs> we just start saying James. <laughs> it's like, remember, remember Amari? At, at one point, it was, oh, it, yeah. was it was spelled without the apostrophe at the end. <laughs> it's like, when did no, when, when did, did that happen? That? It's like odds. Uh, the extra character on multiple it was, it was on his jersey, jerseys. Yeah. Yeah. What's the what's the apostrophe? All right, whatever. 
But you know what? Michael Jordan did that. Michael Jordan before the NBA was Mike Jordan. Mm. And he's Michael Jordan. It's always been. You know what I thought was a really aggressive move? Uh, Isaiah Thomas on the complete, on yeah, the, the whole name yeah, on the back. That was crazy. There was not, there was no other, of years. Oh. there was no other Isaiah Thomas in the <laughs> league at the time. Like, yeah, he did that. Mm. What a dick. It was right. also spelled wrong too. All right. What, what else we missed? All right. In case you missed it. No, we didn't actually miss any of that. <laughs> no, no, I know, but I just figured it was just topics that we, we know we haven't really discussed no, since. We did, uh, we did miss it. We missed people's since the last names. episode. <laughs> No, um, the Rockets are hell-bent in starting the season. Even if they don't trade Russell Westbrook and James Harden, they're not in any rush whatsoever to uh, make these these guys' wishes come true. Yeah, poor Coach Silas. Jesus. Paul Silas Jr. You no, know, that dude, you know, if, you, if, you like, if you like watch his interviews and stuff. Do you think he's slow? That's not... <laughs> That's not what I was getting at. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. That's the first thing I think of from what I am. Like, is he like one of these James Harden geniuses? I mean, like these guys, they need someone a little more abrasive. They need someone who's going to get a little, you know, like or someone with someone with a track record. That was a. I think. I think that was a great signing. Like, I do think he's a great coach. But like, I just imagine in this motherfucker just well, being I mean, like, Houston, this like, guys, it's ready offense. And they're like, fuck you. And he's just like, come on, guys. And then, and then, and then they're just from the offense. They're huh? fighting with each other. They're fighting with each other. Come on, guys. Let's all get along. Fuck you. And, and like, he's oh. like, all right, well, you know what? Let's all go right, run the offense. I tried. I tried. You know, hey, practice is done. Practice is over. Let, them, let these guys figure it out. don't. Like, unless you got fucking. Kind of, I kind of, I. I want to see that unfold. <laughs> I want to know what that looks like. I would like to if I'm if I'm Silas. I want to see how this train wreck. I mean, between that and <laughs> yeah. Steve Nash and what's going on in Brooklyn, like yeah. man, it's going to be interesting. If, hey, if I'm I mean, Silas, they're making moves. They yeah. already got rid of you know Covington, so they legit mm-hmm. have no one over six five. And PJ Tucker's <laughs> an unrestricted free agent, right? Yeah. So there goes their no, fucking they, they, center. They've taken this whole. By the way, PJ Tucker going PJ small Tucker? thing to a whole other like level. Mm. Right he might be commanding more dollars than the Celtics. Some more dough. Right. More dough. Yeah. Fuck that. I, I'm a fan of him on this team, especially because he fits. And he's basically just Grant Williams, like five years. But the fits. hype has gotten so big that yeah, you, you have yeah, to yeah. overpay to get him. But yeah, yeah. He parked the other day on, on during uh, the draft. Well, actually, no. After they pulled out the uh, the Phoenix pulled out the CP3 trade, he was like, oh, "Don't you know? Don't be surprised if Tucker goes back to Phoenix." He started naming all these guys. I was just like, "So you know, when did when did Phoenix become like the Warriors? <laughs> like from five years ago?" When you get Chris Paul, kid. <laughs> I mean, I love Chris Paul. Yeah, but, I'm not gonna lie. The, the, uh, but, the Perkins was talking about like they're, like like they're, they're gonna be a championship team. Suns benefited from that bubble so fucking much. Big time. It was like a publicity stunt. It could have went the other way. <laughs> no, it's funny because a couple of weeks ago we were talking about how, you know, possibly Devin Booker wanted out. So it's like, no, 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 no. Like, we, we got you. We'll, 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 we'll fix it. We'll, well fix the it. Suns, we'll the Suns are doing what a team should do when a yeah. team says that. I mean, if you look at, look at, I, I'm not going to give James Harden any, uh, I'm not going to validate the way he's acting because I think it's stupid because They've done everything yeah. that they've asked him to do. <laughs> Legit. It's just like, you gotta be like, there's, you can't have your, this is where I think you draw the line with the star player. You can't have your star player demand what moves happen. They can demand like, I need a player to play with, Let alone but two. they can't be like, right. they can't be like, I need this player and that player and get these motherfuckers out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and they, they can't. do that year after year. And yeah. then, but, but, cause they, but, but they, 
and then when it doesn't work, they can be like, well, you haven't built anything around me. Not it's like, we've done everything you've asked. It's like, you, you suck at building a team. Yeah. yeah. This is what you, you built wanted. the you team. You don't know what's good for you. This is LeBron. This <laughs> is LeBron like all the time. Well, this, is, this, is all, this, <laughs> yeah, is, this is Cleveland LeBron. But that's exactly the problem. That's why you don't give someone that much power. This is Cleveland LeBron all over again. Yeah, but the Cleveland is, LeBron the did this. LeBron at least makes it to the finals. And well, James Harden came and make well, it past I mean, the second round. That's that's one difference. Jeez. <laughs> I mean, Look at how much talent this dude yeah, has played I with. Jeez. I know. And also, yeah, LeBron would have freaking had a title before playing the Celtics. No, I, know, I, know, I, know, I was like, oh, Russ? What? If he had Russ. Chris, Chris Paul? Paul? Yeah. <laughs> He's taking shitty teams to Trevor the Trevor that, that team. Yo, that team. If they beat the Warriors, Capella? it could have altered the future of the NBA. I don't even know if Durant goes there. I don't know. Like, you know, like. They um, should have. Wild stuff. Yeah. What are you going to do? Well, I do think that Harden will stay, but I think Russ is going to get traded. But where, though? The, did you hear the thing about Washington with John Wall? Yeah, I did. That was a Woj bomb. That was a Woj bomb. Yeah, they're in discussions, but. I mean, I mean, fuck how it. How healthy is Wall really? I mean, how healthy is Wall really? Probably not that healthy, but he's got <laughs> he's sold. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, he's got. If you're if you're just gonna be like fuck it, like we can't have Russ and Harden on the same team, yeah. and you got to take a chance on somebody. That's a pretty good dude to take a chance on. Yeah, you know what I mean. I if he can know. come back, it's really weird in the bubble. Wall, John Wall. Oh, are they talking about Russ? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> the, Wiz- the Wizards were there. John Wall or Beal, nowhere to be seen. Wait, nowhere to be found. Of, why did I think of Russell Westbrook right now? Because the, the trade would be the trade would be Russ yeah, yeah. Westbrook to Wizards. Yeah. And by the way, yeah, I I, st- I don't know. <laughs> I'm just thinking about what I said earlier with Durant. I think Durant would have probably maybe he leaves. I don't know. I always feel like he didn't feel like he he fit in with. Brought those it right guys. back to that. It's <laughs> like no one else has been talking. Didn't fit in with those guys, you know. <laughs> You know? Yeah, man, I agree with you. <laughs> Freaking rockets, bro. They're they're an enigma. Dude, I've never been. You guys know I've never Paul been the type Sy- to be like f James Harden, f this and that. I've given him the benefit of the doubt, man. Saying. And this is it. This is it. This is where I draw the line. Like, bro, stop it. Well, you why know, why are you crying? I, <laughs> I'm really I'm really worried for my boy Paul <laughs> Silas down there. I'm really worried for him. I like that guy. You said Paul. And it's Paul Silas Jr. Okay. Right? Just add the junior, please. All right. Is he a junior? No, he's not. But <laughs> Paul's not he even his first, know his first Steven. name. Yeah, he doesn't know his first name. Steven so Silas? Yeah, no, because you just kept saying, no, I feel sorry for Paul Silas. I'm like, mm, that's not the right Silas. He's well, like Silas Jr. <laughs> at least Paul Silas had like a nice gray head of hair and like was a big dude that like Rocky. looked like a fucking NBA coach. This motherfucker. <laughs> I don't know, bro. Sort of looks, <laughs> sort of looks like the kid that like you're sort of a cool with, but you're like that kid's fucking weird. Like, <laughs> you know, that's me. <laughs> that's me, like, bro. You, you know what it. I mean? Like, hey, what's up, Steven? It's like, ah, uh, fuck, Steven's here. All right, so we'll just play and video games today. And then one of your boys, we're not gonna like, talk about chicks. Your boys like, yo, why don't you? He's like, yo, you always stick it up for Steven. Why don't you advise Steven? Not to that kid's mad weird. Yeah, it's mad weird. Just let it be. I just hang out with him because yeah. we're like boys. Yeah, we're talking class. but, that's but yeah. we, he, doesn't, he doesn't even like to be called Steve. Yeah. <laughs> we're only talking class. Sometimes sometimes when he gets going, ah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so, yo, too much just, to keep up with. You just vouch for him. <laughs> yeah, just let it be, <laughs> okay? He's did. a good... You were fucking so excited. <laughs> I like him. To the a- point that you didn't know his, that he was fucking his son. Listen, 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 
I like him as an offensive mind, and I think no, you liked him because you were all about the Dallas. Mavericks. Yeah, he no, but by all means, yeah, yeah. he deserves yeah. a head coaching gig. But you said no. not yeah, no, for listen, this listen, team. Listen, I know, I know. But you're like, like, I really you were so high him as if like you've known about him for years. <laughs> And it's just, and it's just this last season that you just found out about him. Or, yeah. or not even that. I bet you you were just like, oh, he used to be an assistant coach in the Mavericks. Oh, well, then. No, well, the Mavericks were such a great offensive team. I mean, and then he had his press conference. And then he had his press. <laughs> no, it wasn't his press conference. He was Sean on first. He shit. was on first take. Yeah, and was. I was like, Sean was like, that's how he looks like. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> they're in trouble. <laughs> they're in fucking trouble. Jesus. Yeah. Well, you know, it's not a knock against the guy. No, like, it's Yo, not. You're not that guy for this team. You're, <laughs> you're not like, the guy for this team. Like, D'Antoni has <laughs> been a work, fucking bro. head not coach <laughs> and been in the NBA for 25 years. But, but again, like, and who was before them? Was Jeff Van Gundy there before? Or no? Who was there before? No, no. Mikhail. Uh, Mikhail. Kevin Mikhail. Mikhail. Fucking Mikhail. Kevin Mikhail. You oh, can't yeah. fuck with Kevin Mikhail. Yeah, yeah, and no, they no, booted no. his ass out. No. They yeah, booted Kevin Mikhail. They did that real quick. Hall of Famer. They went to the Western Conference Finals. A Hall of Famer. Western Conference Finals coach. And then the next day they go, fuck this guy. 10 games into this break of the regular season. They're like, yeah, we're done with you. I'm just telling you, Steven Silas has no fucking chance. Harden walked into that office and was just like, yeah, he's got to go. I'm just, like, no, about, just I'm just thinking about. I'm just thinking about like I think it was a random segment on TNT and they were talking about it and and Charles just like I gotta say one thing man that's just not right what they did to Kevin McHale. <laughs> <laughs> Completely like, nothing to do with what they were talking about. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. It was like one of those situations where it was just, like, just you like, could tell Charles really fired up about that. He's, oh, just, in there, okay. he's just in there shaking like you know. Yeah, EJ's talking about like I don't know because whenever environment and just boy here real quick. I swear, <laughs> whenever Charles gets a chance to talk about. Power fours you could not guard. He always talked about McKay, 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 McKay. Everybody, everybody in that era. Everybody in that era. Yeah, we say shout out to McKay. Gives McKay his props. Yeah, the best. Yeah. Everybody does. The best player I ever played against. That's yeah, what he that's says. what he always, always says. That. Yeah. Always that. Meanwhile, the we look at him. Hardest guy I ever had to defend. Yeah. Meanwhile, we look at him like, what the fuck are you? Like, what are you? James Harden is like, fuck this. Yeah. All right. In case you missed it, the uh, the NBA is uh, investigating the uh, the failed sign and trade deal. Between the Milwaukee Bucks and the Sacramento Kings. Tampering. Yo, yo Bucks, ain't, Bucks ain't playing. <laughs> Bogdanovich. No, they're like, no, you fucking, you are playing here. That shit got nicks real quick. Yo, how mad are you if you're the Bucks? Like, hey, we got a franchise guy that's going to, got one foot out. But fucking with us. You know what? That's what <laughs> Give you, us our trade. That's dude. what you get when you trade yeah, nah. with the fucking Kings. Well, it was. They it, don't know what the fuck they're doing. Pretty much. <laughs> so now the Kings have, uh, have offered him. Because he's a restricted free agent, ten point three million. So any team mm-hmm. can match that. Don't say so. This is qualifying. Offer. You know what, what I, I'm just saying. You know what no, I heard no, today. I'm looking at Sean. You know what I. You know what I heard today. I heard today that uh, that this is a, just a posturing move by Bogdan Bogdan Dogdanovich. Bogdanovich. I, how do you? What's the difference between him and, the, and his brother? Or <laughs> that's not his. <laughs> they got like the same fucking his name. son, his cousin. I don't know. <laughs> they have, they literally have the same fucking name minus one D and they did not, it's not pronounced. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they've ex- yeah they've extended this. this it's like this it's like temp- it's like Smith over there. Ten point okay. seven million offer qualifying. They're not wait. So. They're not fucking related. No. Bogdan Var not Bogdanovich and Bogdan Var not Bogdanovich are not related. No, no. Not, also not related to uh, Pedro Stoyakovich. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Wait, no, 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 no. <laughs> or no, 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 or no. Boban. Hold on. Or Boban. Who's the guy in Dallas? Mero. Uh, <laughs> What's, what's, what's Bobon's last name? Bobon um, doesn't have a last name. He's got way more syllables than yeah. what you're talking Guys, about. Guys, I'm not, I'm not judging a whole 
part of the country. I'm saying <laughs> these motherfuckers part of the world. These motherfuckers <laughs> have the same last name and the no, same it's, first it's name. Boban Mar- Mardanovich. Yeah. yeah, not related to Boban Mardanovich. Okay, either, okay, I don't. I'm not bringing Boban into this. Well, I'm, I'm saying well. Bogdan Bogdanovich and Bogdan Bogdanovich aren't fucking related. <laughs> Those are two different people. <laughs> you said the same name. That they have the same name. I just assumed they were like brothers and like some weird like family name. It's like this is Bogdan, Bogdan, and Bogdan. You it's know, just no one talked about it. Yeah, no one talked about the fact that you didn't see the whole like uh, you know picture opportunity <laughs> picture off. The way, by the, the way, the way the Morris brothers. I do. just stop everything. Think that's gonna happen. Maybe oh, oh, by the, oh, the holidays. Shit, there's three of those. You know that, right? Sean? Those yeah. guys are related. They're all related. They're all related. Oh, oh, because they're American. They're all related. Two we can pronounce their names. Two of them huh? play on the same team, actually. Oh, uh, next thing you know. <laughs> next to uh, next thing. <laughs> Uh, okay, what no, I was trying it, to say. Is this the same? Hold on, real quick. Is this the same Bogdanovich that played with the Pacers two years ago? Oh, you don't fucking know, do you? Because no, no, they're the kidding. same fucking person. They have the same name. This is the fucking guy you're talking I about. I know who the <laughs> fuck I'm talking about. That is the guy from the Kings. And <laughs> that, the Bogdanovich on the Kings isn't the, he's the young guy. The Bogdanovich that was on the Nets and the Bogdanovich that went to the Pacers, he's a different guy. But I thought they were brothers. Why did you assume that? Because they got the same it's fucking not name. It's Kumpo, man. It's okay. A- <laughs> so, ugh. all right. Put it this way: if it ends in a bitch, I'm like, okay, that's a that's you know, it's common. No, 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 no. It, it's common. It's not the fact that it ends in a bitch. It's that <laughs> it starts with a Bogdan and ends with a Bogdanovich. <laughs> they got the same fucking name. I just figured there's some type of blood. Like that's a strange name. To not be related to it. You don't, no one's with me on this? Alright, whatever. I think we're, that it's a, we're, we're gonna let you hang out on that island by yourself. Alright, it's a posturing <laughs> move by the Bogdanovich camp, the Kings Bogdanovich, not the Pacers Bogdan. It's a posturing <laughs> move for them to just make more money and restrict the Formerly, formerly of the Bucks for like a couple days. <laughs> formerly of House Milwaukee. Right, yeah. One of them is Serbian, the other one's Croatian. I thought they were both Croatian. They ain't uh, even from the same right. fucking country. Full disclosure, I thought they were both Croatian. I'm sorry. Oh, now who's judgmental now, huh? I extremely apologize. You fucking close-minded fuck. I'm fucked up. Let's just fucking throw this whole thing I away. thought they were from the same <laughs> fucking... Throw this whole dialogue away. I thought they were from the same fucking <laughs> <laughs> tribe. <laughs> All, right. All right, we have it. All right, peace. <laughs> George ends right there. So, so let's... <laughs> A quick, a quick reminder of what that of what that trade was. Uh, the 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 Bucks were gonna give up. Oh yeah, we'll Divincenzo, uh, DJ Wilson, and Erson Ilovasova. It's a fucking mm. steal, man. Uh, they cut Ilovasova today. Whose team is Bogdan Bogdanovich on? Right now, technically, he's right still now. a king. Yeah, right now he's technically a king. That's why the Kings extended the qualifying offer because well, the whole thing the was the Kings don't have don't have any intentions of keeping him. So then they were like, Milwaukee, if you want him. You have to extend the an offer, but the, the Kings are like, I mean, the Bucks are like, we have no roster space. This is why we want yeah, well, to give up all these. Well, the problem <laughs> was it's also- not a good look for the Bucks, though, for Giannis to be like, this is a competent organization. That's not a good look, bro. Yeah, but I, I read one report that he's just not excited about going to Milwaukee also. Oh, well. Yeah. Uh, so then. Yeah, I think my. Go. I think. The Do pro- you have to the agree to a signing wants- trade? I, I would assume so. I think he would. Yeah, but that's the part I don't get. I think, I think, I think he, he wanted the opportunity to be an unrestricted free agent, and then like I think he he was trying to do things the other way around, and, just, like, and he was like he he wants to feel through offers, yeah. Because I feel, get, but like teams have to match it though. If nobody matches it, then 
Then he's like, the Kings are like, so like, we're signing you? They would have to agree to an offer for a sign-in trade, though, right? The thing is, though, the Kings are still trying to pull this trade off. But like Shway said, Bogdanovich doesn't want to go to the Bucks. Ain't nobody want to go to the Bucks. For a minute there, though, they look like when they, after they traded, you know, five picks for, for Drew Holiday. And then, you know, an hour or so later, they get this dude. I was, we were like, damn, they just picked up two quality squads. That would be a, that would be a little bit of a squad. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. A little bit of a squad. Upgrade over bit. Kyle Corver. And you got, and you got rid of, and you got opened up roster spots to could potentially sign other veteran free agents or whatever the case may be. But yeah, I don't know. It's that, that's, that's a weird, that's a weird situation in the NBA. Like out of all teams, talking about tampering, it's like Milwaukee, You've been tampering. Milwaukee and the Los Angeles Lakers probably tamper. Oh, and the on Knicks the reg- are in there too. On the regular. All right, and and last but not least, because it's nothing related with the draft or free agency, I thought I'd bring it up because I remember bringing this this story up uh, a couple years ago. So there's an update. Charles Oakley. All right. Oh, shit, who we got? Charles Oakley, who's who these days is, is teamed up with Spike Lee. No- <laughs> Started a union, attacked five trials. No, no. no. <laughs> these, these these days he's been on you the know, new show, Dancing new with the show. Stars. On his, okay, Charles Oakley. Oh right? yeah, he did Dancing uh, with the Stars. Uh, oh fuck, we're doing a cha cha. In a fucking <laughs> glitter, in a fucking glitter shirt, a sequin shirt. <laughs> but that's not what the story is about. I just want Yo, I just want to update people who don't know what Charles Oakley was up to. more than Patrick Ewing in the fourth quarter. Yeah. <laughs> Glistening. 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 <laughs> uh, All right, so Charles you know, Oakley, he's won the right to a jury decision on the assault claim. He's going to the jury? Yeah. Oh. Right. An assault claim that Dolan accused him of hmm. a couple of years back. You guys remember? Yeah, yeah. He got thrown out of the garden. Him out of the garden, yeah. The, uh, the security, you know, how he, he was trying to like not have not the security not touch him or whatever. Yeah. Dolan pressed charges saying that he was Assaulting all his security members, and it had assaulted him as well. SMH. <laughs> Unbelievable. This happened. This happened back in 2017, right? So, uh, this past week, the second U.S. Court Circuit Court of Appeals reinstated the assault and battery claims, and made it in a lawsuit brought against the team's owner, you know, James Dolan, after the uh, the February of 2017 removal of a game. Where the, uh, the Knicks lost against the Clippers. And I just feel like I just had to make sure people know about that. Of course they did. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, how about Marcus Morris, man? What a change of scenery. Yeah, right. The judge, so the judge. But he balled out in both situations. Yeah, so a three judge panel concluded that, uh, jury could decide whether it was improper for security guards to throw Oakley on the, you know, out, out of the, uh, Madison Square Garden. Say you threw him on the floor? Yeah. What? <laughs> I missed that part. Yeah, so according to the court papers, Oakley slapped their hands, yada, yada, yada. So the court, the appeals court rejected Oakley's claim of false imprisonment. Oh. Okay. When they throw him? Defamation. He was, he was, his counter suit, I guess, was that Dolan was, uh, making up lies, obviously, the defamation of character, and that he was, he, he was imprisoned. Like, so they like, they like held him against his will until cops showed up and all that shit. Zip tie, Sean. You know, <laughs> zip ties you know, hands, some man. people could say Dolan has had the Knicks falsely imprisoned for years. You know, that's a good point. It's a very good point. It's quite poetic of you, Sean. Thanks, yeah, man. I think that might be one of the most more poetic things you've said on the show. All right, well, I'm out. Still, still got bars over here. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Oakley blamed obviously Dolan for the uh, 
for treating him like a common criminal. Uh, what what does Spike Lee have to say about this though? Well, I mean, Spike hasn't Spike hasn't spoken about this, but yo, uh, Spike Lee was in Cole Anthony's living room last night. You see that shit? I did see that. What that the was, fuck? That was weird. Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah. Oh, I was on. I was on CLNS. I was like, how the fuck did I miss this? Wait, what? CLNS when you're not the best, apparently. <laughs> yo, I love that. You missed it. Well, no, I love the fact that he's still. I mean, we we know he's still Greg a, Anthony. He's still a fan. But at the same time, it's like, no, I'm not going to go to your freaking Knicks party or Knicks draft party. I'm going to party with the dude myself. Yeah, he's no, like, it's funny, he's no, like, it's funny that you brought up Spike because remember the, uh, what, what, what did the Knicks give him? <laughs> no, no, they tried to. They tried to. That's right. Give him the okie doke. The okie doke. doke. Try to give me the okie doke. Oh, uh, yeah. Going to the, you know, to the, uh, <laughs> but I wasn't having it. Yeah. <laughs> the employee entrance. The employee entrance for the last 20 some odd years. You know, yeah, when he went on first day. <laughs> no, but it's so funny because he's like, He's like, I'm never, he's like, he, 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 he was like, I'm never going to, or at least for the rest of the season, right? I'm not going to any more Knicks home games. And literally like, a, like two weeks later, season was done. Yeah. And that's, <laughs> that's such a fucking hard thing to say when the team's 12 and 57. Yeah, but not for nothing, man. This is the one dude that's been like, yo, over 25 years, he's been supporting you. Yeah. But you know, you know what though? Like he goes through one back door and some no, but he's 20 year old starts asking for ID. But the same back door he's always gone through though. Right, but I think I think what made it worse was that it was like a younger like no, security think, guard. Yeah, but I think Dolan put the younger security guard there, saying like, if you see this man come through yeah. here, he's got to go. He threw he exactly. threw under the bus yeah, or exactly. him. I, I don't know which one it was. Exactly, but yeah. that's what happened. So, well, you know, you know no, what? Oakley, Oakley, I mean, he tried Oakley to throw him the okie doke. He did, but oh yeah, Oakley Oakley got thrown the okie doke big time. <laughs> no, big Oak, time. Oakley was, got Oakley got thrown the fucking. <laughs> if you handcuffs, anyone who uses the okie doke in your vocab, you're like, you have to be like at least a, a, a 56 year old black man from Detroit, or a woman yeah. <laughs> from Detroit. <laughs> Stephen A. tried so hard not to show any type of like smiling or as he as he said there, you know, explaining his story. He goes, no, no, they tried to give me the okie doke, the okie doke. Like he said it more than once. Stephen A. was almost like, we heard you the first time. There's Spike. Are you trying to promote trying a to movie called Don't Fall for the Okie Doke? He's like that. He's like that. Like the Me, black. Spike Lee. It's like, the Okie Doke. The Okie Doke. It's like the, it's like that black. It's like the black uncle, the OG uncle who's like been through it. And it's like once he's on stage, you have to let him finish. Like Stephen A. Just sitting there, like, yo, you got that one, man. Yo, Spike. Good. Spike. All right, all right. Max Sullivan's no, like, Spike. Ah, ah. no, no, Max, no. Max is probably the one telling Stephen A. Like, oh. Let him finish. I know, <laughs> Let him finish. I know these guys. Go ahead, Spike. Go ahead, Spike. The Okie Doke. Max, Max the kind of guy to be like, yo, please, keep you going. And plus, the Okie Doke is only said in 75-year-old boxing conversations. <laughs> yeah. Ah, <laughs> oh, he fell Crazy. for the old Okie Doke <laughs> again, huh? Either either you went back in time, or you chilling with some old head dropping that dropping the that old, term. The know? old southpaw gave him the okie doke. Huh? Max Max said, "Continue." So they gave him the okie doke, <laughs> and then and then what happened? And then did you bob and weave? And then he was he was so he was so animated with his story that he kept his his earpiece kept falling out every time he was he would he would talk about the okie doke. Yo. <laughs> Neck jerking. I'm telling you, man. He was upset. Let me guess. Man. Let me guess. Next, they tried to rope a dope. <laughs> that shit looked fresh. Did they tried to the rope a dope. I'm like, yo, how did you like keep all that energy overnight and come into the studio like that? Like, he didn't. It's, it's called cocaine, bro. Yeah. So no. So the <laughs> yo, get hatty. The lawsuit. The lawsuit claims that uh, Dolan obviously treated him like a common criminal. Uh, said that he had issues oh, yeah, with alcoholism. 
Back to Oakley. But see, that's the thing, though. That, that's what I think is messed up. He was struggling with because alcoholism. A lot of people that were in the arena, and obviously they can't attest to what he was doing before the game. But a lot of people in that arena was like, he had one, maybe two drinks, if that. The real ones were like, we've seen Oakley uh, in those in that condition. Yeah, yeah. He wasn't there. You know what I mean? He wasn't it, there yet. It yeah. was like it was almost like, and I feel Oakley on this. It was almost like, okay, he got one drink. All right. As soon as he gets the second one, tell him to get the hell out. It was like they were already going to use that in their back pocket, regardless of how his speech was, you know. And of course, if you're getting kicked out and you're pissed off, you're gonna slur, you know, you're gonna slur out of frustration. It's not gonna just be because you've been drinking. Yeah, yeah, I can, I can, I can, I can attest to that. How many motherfuckers <laughs> were wasted? Facts. And and how many motherfuckers were wasted in that place? The same time as Oakley. Like, it's, like it's, it's a Nick game. Who yeah. doesn't go to a Nick yeah, game? Yeah, but Sean, they're trying to say that he was drunk and like, like get the hell out. Don't yeah, touch yeah, me. Yeah, like, yeah, come yeah. on, man. No, he he's just like, mad. He's like a belligerent drunk. Exactly. And that's not yeah. what, that's not, yeah. So Oakley's saying that like he launched his like campaign. O- of, Oakley's like, a belligerent human being though. Like, what? It, <laughs> exactly. Like, but he's a I Nick OG drunk. I know. <laughs> you don't treat him like that. He's like, not belligerent though. Like he's, he's a little wild. He's one of the few. He's one of the few former Nick players that still go to Nick games. He's like he's like a he's like a moral belligerent person. Like, <laughs> like only when it's I live by a code. It's like you yo, know? y'all can't even get Patrick Ewing to f- take in a fucking game, man. Yeah, be happy you got Oak. So I get Allen Houston hasn't showed his face. He's actually been assistant coach, but. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, like, wait a minute. He's there all the time. <laughs> he's, he's, <laughs> Bro. No, so in a, in a statement by Oakley's lawyers, he's just adamant that the truth's going to come out. So let's see. Let's see if if if, if uh, Oakley, who says that this is a happy day for the Knicks and the Knicks family, the real Knicks family, will be able to go back, even though no, the one, real. no one can go back to the to any stadium, let, mm-hmm. let alone Madison Square Garden. But I thought we uh, finished off, in case you missed it, with, uh, with a little Oakley, little Charles Oak. Nah, yeah, I like talking about Oak. I can tell. Yeah, as always, hit up CausewayStreet.com for all your Celtics news, rumors, and opinions. Obviously, you know, with all this Gordon Hayward talk and the draft and free agency, news is popping every day. <laughs> At Causeway Street for all, all your social, all our social media platforms. Hashtag education reform. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag justice for Brianna Taylor. Hashtag justice for Jacob Blake. Hashtag justice for George Floyd. Hashtag Black Lives Matter. I was gonna say if Hayward ends up going to Atlanta, you know he ain't gonna live nowhere near Atlanta. Yo. He's gonna be in one of those Republican towns outside of mountains, the mountains, northern, northern Atlanta. Of course he is, Georgia. For diehard Republican county, he's gonna be like, I'm gonna change these numbers, motherfucker. It's gonna be like, I'm gonna reform, we'll make so much education here. Oh, we will swing state my ass. We'll, we'll there show you. will never be. I will show you an education not reformed with Gordon Hayward on the Hawks. <laughs> oh, oh. I care about it so much. Real quick, I know we, we talked about Tommy, and um, I, I like. Um, I'm happy how that came out in terms of our, our Tommy. How yeah, that was a great episode, man. Shout out to um, Corrales, man. That was fun. Yo, Alex Trebek. Yeah, R.I.P. Bro. R.I.P. Yeah, R.I.P. Man. Sean Connery. Like, yeah. damn, last last week, 2020 strikes again, man. So yeah, man. R.I.P. Trebek. Yeah, I thought uh, I thought he was gonna come through, but uh. until next time, folks. All right, we out. Cash fools, everything around me. Green, get the money. Dollar, dollar.